Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, a podcast for and about the people of the Nashville restaurant scene. Now here's your host, the CEO of New Light Hospitality Solutions, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still, and I am your host, and welcome back. Uh, first show of the week, coming out on a Wednesday. And my guest today is Todd McGlamory. And I had this idea. Everybody keeps telling, you hear these stories, you say, well, half the restaurants are going to close, or three quarters of the restaurants are going to close, or I'll bet there's a lot of restaurants that are going to change hands. So I've got a friend. He, uh, he sells restaurants. If you want to sell your restaurant, he sells restaurants. So I thought it'd be interesting Let's give him a call. Let's see if he can give us some insight. Is he busy? People calling him? Is he selling a bunch? So um, hopefully you enjoy this. Hopefully it's interesting to you. Thought it was interesting to me. Cheers. Hey, everybody. We are joined here now with Todd McGlamory. And Todd, you are the owner of National Restaurant Properties uh, Tennessee Market, right? That is correct. How you doing, man? Doing great. It's interesting times these days, but... uh... The weather's warming up a tad bit, and we're uh, starting to get back to business as 50% of the, uh, or not 50%, but you're allowed to open 50% occupancy today, so that's uh, that's a good thing here for Nashville. Yeah, so we've been, we've been kind of waiting, anticipating this day. A lot of restaurants are opening. A lot of them are choosing to stay closed, and I got you on because I, I feel like a lot of people are, I hear a lot of conversations where people say, well, a third of the restaurants are going to close. Or Tom Colicchio came out a couple months ago and said 75% of the restaurants are going to close. And I've known you for, gosh, I think about 10 years now. Um, we haven't hung out in a long time, but we keep threatening to go play racquetball. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I think we met back in uh, 11 or 12, somewhere right in that area. Yeah, very close. Yeah, we, we definitely have to go do that once this whole thing, once with the gyms reopen. Um, but let's... For our listeners' sake, as the owner of National Restaurant Properties, what do you do? So we are a full-fledged commercial real estate firm that deals almost exclusively with hospitality-related businesses. So that could be restaurants, bars, uh, food trucks, restaurant property, and we straddle commercial real estate and business brokerage. So... If you are a restaurant owner and you own the building and, and you wanted to sell the business, we could do that type of work. Or if you're a landlord, just have a building that's restaurant related, we could sell or lease that building. And then on the flip side of that, we do a lot of tenant representation where we're representing different restaurant owners in the market and finding space. And then we also help businesses transition out um, or sell their business uh, when that time's ready. Uh, so there's really two different types of sales that we get into on the business brokerage size side, which is uh, goodwill sales where we're selling brands that have brand recognition, cash flow, things like that. And we also have another type of sale that is called an asset sale uh, where people are trying to get off the lease and get, get some income back uh, for the assets. Uh, so that is a rundown of what we do. So when you say an asset sale, like you're saying, Let's go through some hypothetical. We give me some hypothetical situations for kind of examples of what you mean. So if I have a restaurant and I buy all the equipment inside of it, and let's just call it shenanigans, and I'm 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 not making it. I'm gonna fail, and I want to get out of it. 
you can do you can sell the actual restaurant you can sell the full shenanigans restaurant and the name and the menu and all that stuff as well as if i don't want to sell that i just want to sell the equipment inside of it you'll do that well we don't get into selling their equipment but when we define an asset sale you're really just uh, selling the assets and the buyer would be taking over the lease so as an example let's just say you're a restaurant owner you open up from scratch and you drop a million dollars into the build out as far as the plumbing, the electrical, uh, the grease trap, the hoods and all the, the money it costs to open up a restaurant. You've got a decent amount into it. And you also signed a 10 year lease that you might have a million dollar obligation to pay back that lease over a course of 10 years. So instead of you're just you're tired, uh, you're having partner problems, you want to transition to a different way of life, whatever the case may be, you've got a lot of money wrapped up and you need to get off the lease. So what we can do is we can come in confidentially and actually sell the assets for a heck of a lot more than you can say an auction company uh, and then also get you off the lease. So you get some take home money, you're not, you're not gonna get all the way back whole, uh, but the main thing is to get you off that lease obligation. So we navigate the waters of getting somebody that will replace the existing restaurant tour that first built out that restaurant. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know that absolutely makes sense. So fast forward to a time like right now, and I don't, I want to do this episode today with you because I, like I said, I think that there's a lot of, uh, spe uh, hearsay as to what is happening out there in the market. Uh, are you a very busy guy right now? Yes. It, and, the, and the market's different. Obviously, we've, we're in unprecedented times as far as the restaurant business. We've never seen anything like this, you know, where the government's required us to shut down uh, and just be on pause. So that's brought in a lot of you know, problems. You know, there's uh, you can't generate revenue, but then you have obligations um, as far as uh, lease obligations. Uh, but we're busy, but it's a, it's a different type of business. And you're just going to see the restaurant business is going to survive and it's going to come back bigger and better, but it might look a little bit different in the future than it has in the past. Um, we don't know exactly how that's going to play out, but people are still going to eat and drink and have a good time. It just might be in a different level than it, than it used to be. When you say that, what are your hypotheses? What do you, what, what part do you think it's going to be different? The main thing I think is full service restaurants. One, one, and locally here, we're seeing a huge impact. So Logan's, Old Chicago, these big full service restaurants that are six, eight, ten thousand square feet, probably are not going to exist at a strong level in the future as they used to. Just customer habits have changed, and they were changing before the COVID nineteen. And you're seeing like, hey, we're just not going to be able to make it going forward. And you're seeing some of these bigger companies and bigger footprint restaurants just not make it. So I think it, you're going to see commercial real estate and restaurant space actually go to a smaller footprint in the future. Uh, I just it's just the way people are eating home more. Uh, I think this has given them a taste to stay at home even more. Uh, so I think we're just going to see a smaller footprint footprint in commercial real estate when it comes to restaurant space going forward. And it's not going to uh, change overnight, but, you know, are the Ryan's and the Golden Corral's of the buffet, 12,000 square foot buffet restaurants going to exist after this? I, gosh, I have no idea. Yeah. So it's, it, it's hard to fathom that they will, but they, they might, but it just doesn't seem that way at the moment. 
So what's the number one reason that people would call you to sell their restaurant? When they're ready to transition. Uh, so that either they want to sell and retire for a profit, uh, they are uh, tired, uh, they've got spouse problems, they've got partner problems, uh, wh whatever the life event and they want to transition out, they'll call us to help them uh, facilitate a sale. And you do that, you said you do that confidentially. Correct. So we go, uh, initially everything, all our meetings are confidential in the beginning. We just have a conversation with the restaurant tour about what they want to accomplish. And then we go into evaluating the restaurant is really the first step that what we do. So evaluation is just say, Hey, let's look at it and let's see what we think that the market would bear. Um, so we look at three documents to do that. We look at the profit and loss of the business. We look at the balance sheet or if a restaurant tour doesn't have an accountant doing their books, we look at their equipment list and then also the, their lease. So once we get those three documents back, we do a, a evaluation. Uh, usually we'll meet the restaurant tour in the office, discuss uh, what we think the market would bear based on the information that they give us. And, and then we go uh, and talk about listing terms and things like that. But yes, we do quite a bit of our listings confidentially because we don't want to disrupt the ongoing customer base or the staff of a restaurant when they're wanting to transition. Because uh, it can just cost the restaurant tour a lot of money if it's a, you know, if they employ a lot of people and they get spooked. Hmm. So I, I, it's interesting having this conversation with you today because I don't want to come across as advantageous or of any kind of way because I know that these are people's livelihoods and their dreams and this COVID-19 thing has been absolutely crazy. But if somebody did want to sell their restaurant or if you're in a restaurant right now and you want the potential to sell your restaurant what's the thing that devalues a restaurant the most besides just straight unprofitability mm, i think i think all restaurants still hold value to a certain extent just because they just hold so much i mean it just costs a lot to open a restaurant so they still i don't know if it you know because we still sell restaurants that are just closed but in like we sold, um, it was a pie in the sky in uh, I think it was Lennox Village. And it was just a closed restaurant. It was a, a restaurant group that owned it. And they were just like, hey, we're just moving on to different projects. So they cleaned the restaurant up, left the restaurant equipment in. We came in and we uh, found a, a buyer and a new tenant. And everybody was happy. Somebody uh, got to transition out. Another person got to start a new business. So to answer your question about this, what devalues it? Uh, I mean. If there's I a think, restaurant that's open yeah. right now and I want to sell my restaurant and you come in those three documents, is there something like if I sell a house and they come in and I've got mold in the basement, they're going to go, ah, that's a red flag. Or if I've got, you know, so what, what's the thing? I mean, is it a, is it a really bad P&L? That's the thing no, that you kind of go, eh. Uh, because if you're unprofitable, it still holds value in the market because the asset sales will trade at a certain level. They always will. Okay. Because they, they caught restaurants just cost a lot and the valuation has no, they don't, you can't even compare that to uh, residential because real estate will hold its value because uh, of the, uh, the real estate itself. Restaurant equipment doesn't necessarily hold the value uh, once it's not uh, operating. And another, another thing is if a restaurant tour drops a lot of money into a build out, well, they don't own that real estate. The landlord does. 
So th these are the factors. That's why they, we, we asked for the three documents to get a roundabout figure of what we think that, that the market would bear. But regardless, it's still going to hold some value. And, and if most people are not profitable, usually, not all cases, but usually their lease obligation is going to be their their highest liability by far. Just because if you signed up for three, five, or seven-year lease, and as an example, you're paying you know, 10000 a month for something, that can add up pretty pretty quick if you're not profitable. Oh, yeah. Super fast. So how'd you get into this? Used to be a restaurant tour myself. I uh, had five bars and restaurants in South Carolina, and um, my family moved here to Tennessee probably about 10 years ago, and I had lots of experience with restaurants and uh, had looked at hundreds of spaces just with our own ventures, so uh, one thing led to another. I just uh, uh, got involved with National Restaurant Properties, so took my, my skill set um, and applied it to this, and it, uh, it's been a, a great fit. It's been a good market. A lot of great people in restaurant tours here in Nashville. I mean, the city has exploded uh, in the last 10 years. So that's been, been awesome. To see. What's kind of your take on what's happening with pre-COVID-19, kind of what's happening with the restaurant business in Nashville? You know, we had an explosion of restaurants uh, in the market, you know, which has caused rents to rise rapidly. And... With not much slowdown here in the last couple of years as far as rental rates, I think one good note that will happen out of this recession is that rents will reset at a lower rate. And I think some of the uh, players will leave. You know, I, I know you mentioned maybe 70 percent of restaurants are going to die. That's not going to be the case. Will there be no. 20 or 30 percent of restaurants that transition out? And new people come in. Yes, that's going to happen. Uh, they just might be different models. You know, there could be uh, just more takeout, uh, ghost kitchen, kitchens, and things like that that replace uh, you know different concepts. So I think the once we get over a low of you know six to nine months, I think the the city will come back stronger than ever. I mean, and the people that have been wandering around the city. I mean, building is still going on quite strongly with the hotels and the infrastructure of the city. So that's not slowing down. And it, and the restaurant business is going to come back uh, better than ever. But it's going to take a minute, you know, for the customer's habits to come back uh, to what they were in the past. So if I owned a restaurant and um, I was on the verge of wanting to sell it, or if I just wanted to talk to somebody, how would I get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach us at Nashville Restaurant store.com you can always inquire there uh, confidentially or be happy to shoot me an email at todd t-o-d-d at nashville restaurant store.com um, or you can always just give us a call on the phone the, the old school way 615-730-6529 so let me ask you a question so as you're seeing and sure. in interviewing with the podcast you know what what are you uh, hearing from the front lines as far as chefs and um, different people that support restaurants as we go through this uh, unique time. You know, I'm hearing a lot of positivity and I'm hearing a lot of people banding together. You know, it's a very unique business where it's, it's the competitive nature is there and everybody competes, but it's really a family. It gets really kind of a brotherhood and everybody's been checking in with everybody 
everybody's sharing and liking each other's stuff. And I think that there's the, the big question right now is safety. And is this too early in opening back up the restaurants at 50%? Is that something that's going to be a profitable model with, you know, you don't have to pay 50% of your mortgage, you know, when you're 50% open, it's just a, it's a challenge. I think there's a lot of people, there's a lot of unknowns out there that some people are jumping in and trying to figure out what to do. And some people are hanging back and waiting. So I think that's the number one thing is that the, the community of restaurants, uh, of the independent restaurants has really stayed together and everybody's been promoting each other. And if anything, I think it's brought everybody closer. And I think that it's made everybody realize how special each individual place is. But there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of um, uncertainty. And I think as a community, the restaurant community has gotten stronger. But that uh, this thing has still time to play out. Yeah, it'll, it, what, it's definitely going to take a take a minute to get the, the consumer back to normal routines. Yeah, I think it's, it's been this weird wave. You know, I think initially there was a lot of sadness because we've had to furlough all these people. And nobody wanted to let people go. I mean, when you work in a restaurant, it's really like a family. And then now bringing that people back into the restaurants is a fear because, you know, are, are we going to reintroduce our staff to a, a dangerous situation? But I think everybody's really excited to see each other. And I think everybody wants to get back to work. But I don't know. I think there's still a lot of uncertainty. Um, but we're ready. I think everybody's ready to get back after it really bad. Yeah, we're ready to go out. <laughs> At least I am. Uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, well, it'll it'll uh, take a minute to play out. So um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what uh, how if they do sports coming back up to Nashville as far as SEC, Preds, Titans. Are we gonna get full swing here in August? Back to normal oh. life. That, uh, that'll be uh, ugly to make a decision here pretty quick on all that. If we could at least watch sports at home, I would be pretty cool with that. That's been something that has been, I've been missing pretty badly. So, hey, man, thanks again for coming on. Last question, kind of as we're getting along, as we're kind of moving forward here, is there any, are people, are you getting busy? Are you having a lot of phone calls? Where do you, where do you kind of stand right now? What do you have to tell people? You know, for me, I think the activities have been about the same. And it, you know, in my office has been here, I think this is going on eight years. And you just have a, you know, we do have seasons as far as, uh, you know, when people are transitioning. But for the most part, the phone's been a little quieter just because, you know, the city's been shut down. But we're still having about the same amount of buyers and sellers in the market um, just transitioning out. So some people are doing all right with the to-go business and they know it's not going to last for forever the way it's set up now. And they're going to have a chance to to expand here in the future. And some people are, uh, been in the restaurant business a while and they're had time home with their families and thinking about, Hey, you know, I just am ready to do something else. So that, that, that triggers like, Hey, let me talk, to, let me go talk to Todd at NRP and, you know, see what, uh, what the process is as far as transition, transitioning out. So, um, I think activities are consistent as it, as it is. It's just, a. uh, different time as far as uh, what the public's reaction has been with all this. Do you think that there's an opportunity for, let's just say that before that, let's say in January, I had, 
a couple restaurants or a restaurant and I wanted to expand and I wanted to open one more or maybe two more. Is this a buyer's market now? I, yes, it is a, a buyer's market. Just people, uh, some people are just going to say, Hey, I'm, I'm willing to transition out at a lower level than I, than I was maybe six months ago. And people are still coming in the market. We, we just finished out a lease with a regional, um, uh, two weeks ago. Uh, they're not, afraid as far as what the future holds but uh things are things are going to come come down uh maybe the stock market has been going wild but in the restaurant business the valuations are going to come down in a minute um and it, on a good note as far as signing leases the lease the leases are going to come down um so that is that's that's great for the city in my opinion as far as from the rest, restaurant tours perspective uh you know it, it just enables you to operate at a better level Maybe lock your lock lock in a longer term lease at a lower level. Why why we are in a buyer's or a slight recession here? Uh, so I think there there could be some positives um, out of the negative that's happened to the market. Sweet. I, I was thinking that same thing. Like if you are in the market for something, so I just you know if you had people calling you right now saying, "Hey man, let me know when you got a deal. Let me know what you got." People that you're look, yep. actively looking for. Absolutely. You know what's been booming. Um, and I've talked to uh, a couple different owners is the liquor business. People that have owned liquor stores are setting records and looking to put that cash to work uh, in the restaurant business. Uh, and, you know, and liquor stores are a hospitality related business. Uh, so there are, there are pockets of strength in food and drink. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's not all restaurants that are, uh, are doing terrible, you know, liquor is doing, Quite well, so that's uh, that's that's interesting. But one one thing I love to hear is like those people want to put their money to work back into food related businesses. So I think you're going to see cash put to work here as we open up to full strength here after we get through the, the phases. Um, I think we're going to see a influx of people to spend pretty pretty aggressively. Well, that's positive news. Absolutely. Definitely curing that. Well, man, thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate you taking 20 minutes to uh, kind of give me an update. Just I hear a lot of people talking about what's happening out there and these people are going to do this. Like, well, let's talk to the guy that talks to them every day and find <laughs> out what he thinks. So thanks yeah, again, I, man. Yeah, thanks for having having me on. It was good uh, catching up and chatting for a minute. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll hit racquetball here soon. Thank you, Todd McGlamory, for joining us on Nashville Restaurant Radio. Hopefully that... Just gave you a little insight into another aspect of this business that people are working on every single day. Uh, tomorrow, we are going to be talking with David Andrews from D. Andrews Bakery, and he's going to be re reopening his business uh, on Thursday. So we're excited to talk to him, learn all about what he's got going on. So very excited to have him. And um, if you like listening to this podcast, please click subscribe and uh, look forward to hearing from you tomorrow. Hope that you are all being safe. Hope that you're social distancing and doing the right thing. Love you guys. Bye.